find us on the internet, Daisy's Online. Coming live to you today is the Daisy's.live show. We have for you a very talented musician, Shishi, Ashish Palival. Our guest Shishi helps urban, pop, and electronic artists bring their songs to life by composing, arranging, and producing professional records. He specializes in writing, producing, mixing, and mastering hip-hop, dancehall, pop, and electronic music. His moniker is Shishi, his name is Ashish Palival, and his music is imposed with pop sensibilities similar to Major Lazer, Diplo, or Jay Mustard. His music has accumulated over 1 million streams across all music platforms. He signed as a DJ and producer to Tommy Boy Records in New York City and is currently working with Grammy Award-winning composer and producer Ricky Kedge. Here we go. This is Shishi.
Sarah. And this is Scott. And you're hearing us on Radios in the Geek. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm here in Tulum, Mexico for two months, just playing shows and getting my music out to a new audience. So I feel really good, relaxed, excited. I saw that you're out with your new single, Sajani. And we haven't, I haven't heard it yet because I just saw it during the election blimp period and I'm going to get to it probably this week, but tell us more about your new single. Sure. Yeah. Um, so actually I released two new songs in the last two weeks. The first one was Sajani and then the week, a week later I released another one called Mowgli, but, uh, with Sajani, um, basically, so the type of music that I've been making for a few years is basically like global dance music and specifically incorporating a lot of different cultures, but really trying to highlight my Indian heritage and roots and trying to bring uh, all the richness that is found in Indian music and Indian culture, um, whether it's the scales or the motifs or the different instruments and package it in a way that is accessible for a younger Western audience, basically. Um, so I, I was doing that for a few years and I was making pretty commercial stuff. And lately I've been leaning more in an underground direction, wanted to go a little bit more unique in terms of the structures of the songs and what I'm trying to do. So with Sajani, uh, it's basically like a, a deep house track. Um, but what makes it really unique and what makes me really excited about it is I worked with a classical Indian vocalist. Um, his name is Ben Parag. He's a super talented singer. And, uh, I basically sent him the record and just told him to uh, basically like just riff and improvise over it. And oh, that is so cool. Yeah, really like touch on the, the Indian skills because Indian music and the way that Eastern music is taught and, and constructed is in many ways much more nuanced than Western music. Like there's notes in between the notes and I really wanted to showcase that part of Indian music in a setting that, uh, you know, could be played at like a beach party in Tulum, for example, where I'm at right now. So uh, that, that's basically the story behind Sajani. And I, I actually played it yesterday on the radio here. Uh, um, I did a set and uh, yeah, very good response and really excited to share that with people, so. And this is the track you got to listen to. Oh 
Find us at daisies.live. Are you educated in Indian classical um, or, or is this something, how did you pick music up as a career? Yeah, um, so try not to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but basically um, I guess the origins of it is my mom is an Indian classical singer. So she, uh, her name is Gila Paliwal and she has released a few albums as well. And um, she's just like an incredibly talented singer. And so I always grew up listening to her, just like mulling around the house, singing to herself and uh, and like going to her concerts too, where she would sing and play the thampura. So growing up, it was always kind of like in my subconscious. But as a young kid growing up in the U.S., I kind of rebelled against it. Like I didn't pretend like I didn't like it, wanted to listen to, you know, what all, all my friends were listening to. And uh, so I picked up the, I grew up playing violin and, uh, and then slowly picked up the guitar in my teen years, started writing songs on the guitar um, and kind of realized that I wanted to make, I wanted to write songs with all the instruments and I wanted to control how everything sounded like the drums, the bass, the guitar, but I only knew how to play guitar and I only had access to a guitar. So that's when I got interested in electronic music production um, because I realized, oh, you can actually make this whole song just on your computer. Like you don't need a band, you don't need to get studio space like you need to do in the old days. But that was actually my introduction to making music on a computer well before I ever listened to dance music or party or anything like that. Um, and uh, yeah, then I got to college, started going to parties basically and uh, started DJing and really got into dance music. And um, that around that time, like when I was graduating school and making music is when I started having this rekindled interest in my own culture, my own musical heritage, listening to a lot more Indian music and seeing how I could weave it in and tie it in. Um, and most recently this year I took, uh, I've been taking Indian, Indian classical singing lessons myself. Um, eventually maybe to sing, but really the intention was just to understand the music better and understand the melodies so that I can just make better melodies basically, so. Right. I have a question. When you uh, gave the music to the friend of yours who was the singer, mm -hmm. did, was, it, was it essentially, here's the music, now do your thing and give it back to me or was there a collaboration? Yeah, it, it's a good question. Um, it's, it's always varies in this day and age, especially with COVID now, but just in general, there's a lot of collaborating happening over the internet. And so it, it varies from song to song. Like I have had projects where I'm very specific about what I want and I'm like giving very detailed instructions. In this case, it was probably more the former mm. because I had already been a big fan of his for a while and I just love his voice so much. And I had a clear vision of what I wanted um, so I gave him the time in song, like the seconds of like where I wanted him mm -hmm. to sing. But beyond that, I was just like, I just want you to just to go how you feel and do something that's authentic to you because that's the thing that's going to uh, reach an audience the most. That is so cool. I, so I, so this, I'm glad that was the answer because then the follow-up was going to be, or is, did, were there surprises? Were there pleasant, just uh, like, you had to be like opening a present, right? When you got yeah. it back. So what, what were some what were some of the things that you in in the song specifically where you're like that is incredible that's that's exactly what I was hoping for, etc. Yeah, yeah, no, it's you're you're spot on. It definitely feels like opening up. Like whenever I'm working with vocalists uh, and I get the first like version back, it's always so exciting because I'm just like I have no idea what's gonna happen and it vocalists just really breathe life into a song, especially as an electronic producer. 
you spend so many hours working on it that by the time you send it out, you're just like sick yeah. of it basically. Yeah. Right. But then when you get it back, it's like this whole new thing. So with, with Sajani specifically, um, there's no, like, I can't point to a, he's not seeing words, so it's hard for me to like point to a specific moment, but uh, I mean, he's not singing in English, but um, in general, I mean, he just has so much emotion in his voice and I really wanted to, because I made it during COVID and as I'm sure a lot of us were, I was going through a lot of, you know, just like internal sure. times and like, uh, like we all kind of went through like a collective dark night of the soul. And so, yeah, I was going through a lot of the, like emotional difficulties and I really wanted to create a song that captured that. And I told him that I was like, I really want you to like mm-hmm. handle whatever emotional difficulty you're feeling in your own life. And I just feel like he really did it. And it's, it's just very like raw and vulnerable. And I, I really like that, especially in dance music. I think um, that can be kind of rare because dance music is sure. You know, it's designed. part of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For, for the radio listeners here, we're going to take a break and listen to the song that Ashish just produced.
is Mira. And this is Scott. And you're hearing us on Radios in the Geek. Ashish, what made you call yourself Shishi? Yeah, um, so my, that was just my parents just called me that growing up. They always called me Shishi. Uh, so it started off just- I love it. <laughs> like basically like my ode to my parents. And, and then, yeah, like a lot of my friends called me that. And um, yeah, I, I, I always wanted to have some, to represent myself. Like I didn't want my name to just be something random, but I also didn't want it to just be my name, so. Nice middle ground. Do people yeah. think it? Do people think it means like French shishi, like fancy? Oh, you know that's funny. <laughs> I have gotten that a few times. Yeah, I've heard that a few times for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we stumbled upon your music with um, actually um, with Conmigo. Yeah, Conmigo. Conmigo. I thought that that track was that track was world class. That track was so amazing it brought out so much emotion from inside of me especially the way you the confluence of latino beats and then the tabla at the end of it oh my god that was mind-blowing that was world-class by the way so tell us more about what went into creating music like that and because that is the thesis of what you create you bring confluence of so many cultures together to create what you have and at the base of it you keep the indian classical going which is just mind-blowing I, I have to I have to tell you in, in mm. piggybacking on that is that I'm listening to it uh, the whole t the, with that with that track we were just talking about I mean I was just the whole time I was just you know in it and right. there, there's this little part of me going wait what is this Latin what is this right. like where where are we going I mean I can't stop doing this I can't I mean I'm so into it but there was just a lot going on and it was great and it was something brand new something I hadn't really heard before Thank you guys so much. Yeah, that, that means the world. Really appreciate the, the feedback. Um, yeah, that song was, so the original song is, is by a group called Sama. And they're, they're a five piece. Uh, they're basically like an Indian boy band. They're like gonna be like the Indian. Yeah. Which are, is, they, are they University of Chicago, uh, Urbana-Champaign, uh, acapella group or something? That's what I thought. I, I really wasn't able to figure out their origins. Yeah, I think they, I think, a few or all of them met there as an in an acapella group, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I think maybe a few of them met there. Um, there's a couple of brothers in the group, but yeah, basically they they're just like a really talented group of pop singers, and they, they have this band that they have together, and they made this song "Conmigo," which is actually produced. The original was produced by my friend Sanjoy, who's another um, producer, Indian American producer, and. It's basically them singing in Latin, in Spanish, Hindi, and English, and switching the languages. And the song is very global. And they asked me to remix it. And when I when I heard the original, it's a lot slower. Um, it's more of like a like a slow jam kind of ballad. Mm. And I immediately could hear like the rhythm, like the dembo rhythm, the bum bum bum. And I was just like, if we speed this up, uh, and you know, if I had to add my own stuff to it, it could be like a really banging dance track. And so, um, yeah, so I just, I, I got the stems from them and I started working on the remix and um, the drop with the Bansuri flute is kind of like a signature of mine. I've used that a lot in, in a lot of songs. And I just tried to really basically build on what they had already started, but make it more uh, higher energy and more applicable to a dance floor. And um, in terms of the music video, I, I finished the song pretty quickly and I wasn't, 
at the time it was just a remix, so I wasn't like thinking too much beyond that. But when I sent it to my manager, Armand, um, he just like loved it. And he was like, we have to shoot a music video. Like we have to really promote this properly. And I'm so glad that he saw that vision. Cause by the time I finished, I was like, like I mentioned earlier, I was just like sticking here again. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then we created this video and we hired all these dancers from different mediums. So we got like a, a salsa couple that does salsa. And then we had some bonga dancers and some contemporary hip hop dancers. And we just wanted to create a visual version of the song, which is like this blending of all these different cultures coming together. And um, that's always really special to me because I really feel like uh, it's such a cliche, but it's so true. Like music is such a universal language. And there are certain rhythms that I've found in my life seem to get a dance floor moving no matter where you are in the world. And that dum dum dum, dum rhythm is just like part of every culture. It's kind of amazing. Like it's, India, Africa, like the Caribbean, Latin America, Europe. And uh, so for me, I'm always trying to just blend all of those elements together and create an environment with the music where people can like truly forget about where they're from and just like have a good time together. So. Well, was it your idea to put the tabla at the end? Because those beats, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So I have to give credit to my manager, Armand. He's a... Uh, He's awesome and he also makes music as well. And that was originally his idea was to, so the tabla is only in the music video. The, the Spotify version doesn't have it. Um, but yeah, that was his idea to add it. And the guy who's playing in the video is a friend of ours, Nihal, uh, who lives in New York. And he's like an incredible dole player and tabla player. So we were just fortunate. We were all in New York and we shot it during COVID too, which was crazy. Like everyone's wearing masks and like had to take all these precautions. But yeah, we, we made it happen. So amazing at this point in time i'd like to port over to the song that we were just talking about tu cuerpo me vuelve loco tus caderas cabello sonrisa es demasiado ya sabes esta noche será mi reina mañana no es nada comparado con ahora Vienes conmigo Pero es nela java, moje cara de gaya Eriki hija la que gami staring a while I can't play it cool, come back to your new home Pero chala no sha khudi de jazugu
Domingo. Here on the fun banter and the latest news updates and gossip from the world of celebrities. Hear it on Daisy's at Live on Radio Zindagi. Coming back from that song, I'm pretty sure you all are stoked because this was just amazing. So you see what I mean about just everyone's just you're just hooked in and you're not quite sure like where are what are all these influence? I hear this, I hear this, I hear this, right. and you just it just won't let go. The song just does not let go. So, so what is the future of collaboration for you? Uh, yeah, great question. I think for me, I really want to lean more into this interest that I have in working with more traditional instrumentalists and traditional vocalists, not just from India, like that's kind of the low hanging fruit for me, obviously, but just all cultures, <coughs> excuse me, from all over the world. And really just like, how can we focus on bringing these maybe underrepresented cultures where they don't have the access to the technology or tools to really like get their music out there in a big way? And how can I package that for a crowd that maybe isn't familiar with those cultures. So to answer your question, I really just want to keep collaborating with people that are in interesting uh, ethnicities and cultures in music as a way to educate people. Like I want people to come to a show and have a good time, but also leave being like, what was that instrument I heard? Like, I'm curious where that came from and maybe do some research and kind of, uh, yeah, educate people a bit, so. Find us at daisies.live. So are there, um, so we've talked a lot about sounds and cultures and music's, music working together, sounding right. Are there in your experience schools of, uh, no schools is the wrong word, but um, musical schools, types of music that just, that just don't work, that you have a very difficult time seeing, it, it, you wouldn't be working on it. It's just not for you. Oh, for me personally, yeah. Um, I mean, I like to think that I, like I would love to just like stay open-minded to everything and kind of just be super random and work with anyone. But I guess to answer your question, I mean, yeah, like there's certain types of music that I, it's not even that I don't enjoy them, but I think with my style, they may be hard to, uh, to put together something nice. Like for example, uh, country music, for example, like I actually, I like it. Like I don't, I don't have any issue with it, but it's more just, I think with my style, I don't know how well it would mesh. But that being said, there are dance artists that have done amazing things in country music. Like Avicii was really doing a lot of that um, before he passed away, and there's other artists too. And so, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I don't really have any. I, I'm trying to just interesting. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not necessarily that it's a judgment. Right? It's just it's just not going to work for your sensibility, your your way of listening, your way of moving, your way of creating yeah. sound. Yeah, I think my sensibility is very rhythmic. Always, like that's always the thing that catches my ear. So. If a song doesn't have a strong rhythmic component or a, st a cultural style doesn't, then I probably would be less apt to work with that style. Is that something you think that maybe you would come back to uh, if you were looking for a challenge? Yeah, yeah, for sure. In a way, actually, um, even with the, the new music that I'm releasing now, I released a new song called Mowgli uh, last Friday. And um, even with that song, it's like a very stripped down, minimal, deep house song. And the drop is like super minimal. It's literally just a kick, like for the first, uh, that's it, for the first half of the drop. And uh, that for me is, is very unusual because I like to throw a lot of drums and percussion in there to keep it moving. So I, mm -hmm. that was an example of me 
pushing myself and saying like, how much groove and movement can I get using the least amount of elements possible? Right. right. Um, so I'm really playing with, around with that right now. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. This is Daisy's online. I'm Scott. And I'm Miral. And we're live on Radio Zindigi. If you were to have an aspirational list of people, of artists from Bollywood that you would want to collaborate with, let's have it. Who are they? I love it. Um, that I would want to collaborate with. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, so I, I've been very fortunate that A.R. Rahman is actually like a, a close family friend of mine. And that's just been incredible because he's, I mean, he's kind of been- Phenomenal. Like, yeah, and he's, he's just such a legend. And so I've worked, I've actually sampled some of his music um, and released it. Like I have a song, Arthi, that I sampled. Um, I heard that. That is a phenomenal, it's actually a hymn to the gods and it is so well done. And you, you kind of put, put in so much tempo into it that you feel it. You li literally feel it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So th I bring that up just because I've sampled his stuff, but I would love, love, love one day to work with him together on an original song because he's just he's a genius. I mean, he's incredible. So Mira, get on the phone, <laughs> make it happen. Oh, he right. knows, he knows AR man. I don't need to do anything about it. If you haven't heard this before, this is it. Now, kick back, relax, listen.
And this is Scott. And you're hearing us on Radio Zindagi. I really like, uh, I really like, that this is like a little bit more modern, but I really like the whole soundtrack for Gully Boy. Um, I just love like all, I love all the Indian rappers and I just think that whole scene is really cool. And I would love to get involved in that somehow and work with someone there. Um, and then I'm, I'm always just a sucker for like strong female Indian vocalists, maybe because I grew up listening to my mom. So admittedly, I don't, I don't know, have like too many names off the top of my head, but like, I know, you know, like the, the OGs, like Asha Bosle and Lata Mangeshkar, like I love all that stuff is just like so beautiful. To me, so. That's so classic. But but even the new ones, I mean, uh, the new voices are so amazing. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of this guy called Pratik Kuhad, who was on Obama's playlist last year. Guy's phenomenal. And I didn't know that such independent musicians were, st- were a thing in India till I started thanks to Barack Obama for bringing him to the world. That guy was phenomenal and and just an independent artist. And I started listening to the new voices like Arman Malik, for example, that range of moving from literally classical Indian to classical Western. The guy is just, I mean, that range is phenomenal. But then that range also comes, I guess, with a grounding in Indian classical, your range becomes so much more phenomenal already. Totally, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, like we were saying earlier. It's just the way that in Eastern music is taught and learned. It's accounting for a lot more. So you just have this really wide base, and I think it's probably easier to learn Western music after that because it's it's like simplified in a way. Like so, um, yeah, it's really cool. And Shreya Ghoshal is also like a favorite of mine. Okay, great. Uh, any composers, any other composers that come to your mind that you you thought were 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 world class, phenomenal? Uh, specifically, Indian composers, or yeah. So this is where, like, honestly, I just don't have. It's hard for me to think of names off the top of my head. I think about it more in terms of soundtracks, honestly, because I grew okay. up watching the movies. So like, uh, like this is an older older movie, but like Kahona uh, Pyare, like I love that. Song. Yeah, so yeah, with Indian music, I, I tend to listen to it more in terms of soundtracks, just because that's how I grew up. So I'm always associating the movie with the music. And uh, for example, like Devdas, the soundtrack is unbelievable. I, I don't know who the composer is or if there's more than one, but uh, that movie, like, I mean, there's so much. I actually did a remix of Silsila. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like an unofficial remix on my SoundCloud. So. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, Scott is, of course, a little bit educated in, in music by now, by Indian Indian classical music by now. <laughs> and, and so are there any uh, singers in our universe, in North American um, universe, that you think are have a, have a, have a really good future with fusioning uh, our, our Indian roots into something very modern that our Gen Z and millennials would really buy into? And these are, you're asking specifically Indian singers? Yeah, no, North American South Asian singers, because, because, hey, this platform that we have is actually for you guys. Yeah, no, perfect. Uh, definitely. I mean, I feel really excited about the future of diaspora artists in, the, in North America, like especially first generation born like myself, um, Indian American kids who are making music now. Uh, there's so many talented singers. There's a... Uh, Girl, a lot of them are, are in LA. Uh, there's a girl Anjali who's amazing. 
um, a girl named Sam Samika, who's amazing, um, Shilpa. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm actually working on a few unreleased things with, with some of these artists. And they're all really incredible because they you can hear the Indian roots coming through, but they're making music that is really fuse, fusing both, uh, which is kind of what I'm doing, but more on the DJ side. So, yeah, I think there's a really strong group of artists coming up right now that's very exciting. I think I think this is the birth of a new generation of Indian American um, music. I mean, there are genres that you guys are creating, for example. So, uh, I mean, especially because with the success of Tesher's Young Shahrukh and that getting released in 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 India, I think there's a path forward for North American Indian diaspora to go market it back into home country, right? Definitely. You think you think that's a possibility? You think that is where this would go? Yeah, I think so. Eventually, for sure. I mean, I, I think winning over the sort of North American market of just other Indian kids who are like us, who are first generation immigrants, is kind of the first step. And then, yeah, I think bringing it to India is a natural progression. Um, and especially with dance music and hip hop, uh, specifically with hip hop right now, I think is having a big moment in India. And like you said, Tesher is a good example. And I'm part of uh, my, my manager, Armand, who runs a label called Non-Resident. Um, that's basically a collective for South Asian artists in the West, which I'm a part of. And another one of my label mates there is a guy named Numan. Um, and he's just like an absolutely incredible rapper, like so talented. A label that I'm part of is called Non-Resident. And it's basically a collective of artists, South Asian artists in North America who are doing this fusion that we're talking about. And uh, one of my label mates is a rapper named Numan, and he's just incredible. I mean, he's like one of the best rappers I've ever heard. And he's, he's like the Indian Drake, basically. And uh, he's doing a lot of really cool stuff, incorporating his, his uh, heritage, but in very tasteful ways that's not like over the top. And uh, I think that's the way to do it, is to be very uh, tasteful about it so that you kind of like get people in without just... Because if you go too into it, then you're just basically making like Indian music which is cool, but I think to, to have that right, few right. like these people in, so. Um, yeah, yeah, you got you got to create your own genre here because you are you are you are the conflux of whatever whatever you grew up with and whatever you know you were growing up into. So, I guess I guess you're creating new genres here, which are totally different from anything India would ever ever have heard, and they shouldn't have heard it because you guys are creating the new a new new a new look for 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 yourself and. And not only yourself, but your identity now. So you got to come into your identity. The thing that was rolling around in my head is if, um, if you're not familiar with uh, Bandish Bandits, <clears throat> excuse me, you should check that out. Have you seen that show, that, that web series, Bandish Bandits? Uh, I don't think so, no. It's on Prime. It's, it's on Prime. It's, it's about what we were talking about, that the fusion of Western music and Indian, classical Indian music. And it's, it's actually, it's fascinating. It's much more interesting on the classical Indian side than the Western pop side. That part's that part's a little less interesting, but it's a love story wrapped in a you know in this in this story about about the fusion of these two types of music. Right. But what yeah. I would really love to see you tackle, because I'm sure you have tons of free time to you just take requests, <laughs> is doing some like some music videos or something for Mirzapur, because that's like I'm obsessed with that show. It's a, have you seen it? Have you? No, well, is this the thing? Oh, this is a different thing than your background, though. Correct, correct. It's a it's a web series, also on Prime. Okay. It's a it's two seasons so far. They've already 
signed up for season three. And <laughs> yes, I do. I love it. I. <laughs> but you, but it has great music. It has it has really cool music. But I think you could you could if you did some overlay or something like that, it could it would be really really interesting because they bring in all different kinds of genres for the for the different scenes. Yeah. And to see your touch on that would just would be really would be really interesting. So dial that up with all that free time you have. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think like they don't need to promote themselves anymore. They got you, dude. It, I, Literally. I <laughs> but wait a minute, everyone loves that show, though. That's well, the thing; it's a really popular show. So, what are your plans? Yeah, um, so I'm I'm here in Mexico in Tulum until January 3rd right now, but I don't have a flight back yet. So I'm basically just seeing how I like it. I think here, <laughs> there's another thing going on though. She she's got an he's got a what's the an agenda. He's got yeah, a personal yeah. agenda. So Tulum is, oh, well, I do have a personal agenda that's more lifestyle based where I just yeah. never want to experience cold weather. Um, so that's like a separate thing. But um, yeah, in terms of- I Tulum, respect that. It's, uh, it's just uh, the vibe and the atmosphere and the music scene here is like right on my alley. It's exactly the direction I'm going in. And I really feel like the audience here, it's a little bit of an older crowd. Um, they really appreciate different cultures. They really appreciate what I'm trying to do. And uh, that's the main reason I moved down here, apart from the fact that it's a beautiful island. But the main reason I came is because um, in New York, obviously, all, everything's shut down. And here, there's a bit more of a scene. And uh, just this direction I'm going in musically, I really think can be can contribute a lot to the scene here. So, so how is this international audience um, responding to all this confusion of uh, um, um, this this entire amalgamation of Indian, Latino, and basic classical, that is your genre right now, right? Yeah, I mean, so yesterday I had my first gig here. It was at uh, Radio Tulum, which is the big radio station here. And I DJed for, I was telling Scott before uh, you got on, but I, I was supposed to only DJ for an hour. Um, and I ended up DJing for five hours because the uh, DJs after me like didn't show up or something. So. Uh, and the, yeah, people were really, really loving it. And it's, as a DJ, it's kind of like, you have to sort of ease people into it. So I know that there's a certain style here that people kind of expect when they go out. So I kind of started with that. And then I slowly started teasing in my own thing and making it more and more unique. And there's kind of a moment when you're DJing, if you're doing a good job, when you can tell that you sort of like cooked the crowd and then you can just take them wherever you want to take them. And that's, I'm just trying to take them to my world basically, so. Thank you so much for taking on the time, Dr. Shishi. I know you have a um, you have big agenda, and I know you're going to go far, and we're going to talk again. Um, in the meantime, um, keep well and have fun in, in Tulum, and, uh, you know, wish we were there too, but hey, somebody's got to keep the fort here. <laughs> right, yeah. No, thank you guys so much for having me. I had a great time. Really enjoyed talking absolutely, to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for, uh, for being with us. It was good talking to you. Bye-bye. Kick back your shoes and listen into this amazing, amazing track.
And that is all for this week from us. All right. It was great talking to you. Great talking to you as well. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. This is Miral. And this is Scott. Signing off. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.